Welcome to Liberty Island. Can you imagine America without the Statue of Liberty raising her torch? Today, Lady Liberty is embraced as a symbol of hope and freedom, but that wasn't always the case. Her very creation provoked a chorus of diverse voices yearning for true liberty. I am Diane von Furstenberg, and this is Raising the Torch. On this episode, we'll meet Ellis Island historian Barry Moreno and National Park Service ranger Melissa Magnuson Kennedy and American University historian Alan Kraut. With them as our guide, we'll understand the mixed opinions surrounding the statue and how she became a universal reminder of liberty over time. I'm Alan Kraut, University Professor of History at American University in Washington, D.C. The Statue of Liberty is a matter of debate because the concept of liberty is a matter of debate. In some ways, it's one of its strengths, is that it inspires discussion. It inspires construction and reconstruction rhetorically. Because the concept of liberty is controversial, a statue that supposedly represented, embodied the concept of liberty would almost of necessity be controversial itself and the object of inspiring disagreement and discussion of exactly what liberty means and exactly what this statue ought to mean. I'm Barry Marino, librarian and historian at the Statue of Liberty National Monument and the Ellis Island National Museum of Immigration. The Statue of Liberty's role has been very diverse. It has changed a lot from it since the time the French brought her to these shores and unveiled her as a gift. She really was kind of on the fringes because the statue was the conception of the French about what America is. It wasn't about what Americans think they are. It's what the French thought the Americans were. When the potential gift was offered to the United States, it did not exactly inspire a wave of enthusiasm. There were some who sort of shrugged their shoulders and were puzzled by the notion of this gift. There's a great deal of divisiveness over the statute. Bartholdi and those who supported Bartholdi were very much aware that the sight of a foot shattering a shackle could be deeply offensive to Southerners who had fought what they regarded as the great lost cause, a noble endeavor to preserve a style of life as well as states' rights. You notice that the shackle is under the foot of Lady Liberty, but not visible easily. And it's very modest, actually, when you think of what might have been created to show the emancipation of African Americans. This was a modest gesture, in a way, an elegant understatement, but nevertheless an understatement. After the statue is in the process of being erected and is dedicated and so on, there is a different kind of opposition to the statue. 
Now the opposition is coming from groups within the population who feel that the process of extending liberty has not been extended to them. My name is Melissa Magnuson Kennedy, and I'm a supervisory park ranger at the Statue of Liberty National Monument. To the people of the United States, the Statue of Liberty meant a variety of things. So to some people, I'm sure it represented this amazing work of art, this gift from the people of France, this idea that the United States was a democracy. But to many people, it also represented that maybe we weren't quite there yet. And so for a lot of people, the Statue of Liberty was a reminder that, that there wasn't equality yet in the United States for all people. Women could not vote, and the suffragette movement, woman's suffrage it's called, was on the rise, as you might say. And New York had its own state suffrage association. These women, they rented a boat on the day the statue was unveiled in 1886, October 28th. And the leader of that group, with a megaphone to her lips, uh, made speeches demanding the right women to vote. They denounced the statue of the goddess of liberty as a sham, a trick by men. Men built and designed the statue, but it had nothing to do with the real problems of half the population of the country. And of course, you can see their problem with this. So you're having the Statue of Liberty represented as a woman dedicating this huge, enormous statue. And yet women were not allowed, even on the island and at the time, um, not allowed to vote. So it was this juxtaposition of the Statue of Liberty being this female representation of liberty and then the reality that women could not vote. And there were other groups who felt similarly in that the Statue of Liberty is celebrating the United States as this bastion of freedom and equality and, and liberty, of course. Chinese Americans felt particularly, I'd say, upset about the Statue of Liberty because the Chinese Exclusion Act had been passed and so specifically and categorically denied people from China of becoming citizens. The Chinese Exclusion Act was passed by Congress in 1882. At the time when the statue was being unveiled, the Chinese, like African Americans and other uh, racial minorities, were the objects of severe patterns of discrimination and at times persecution. And so for them too, the Statue of Liberty was problematic. There were patterns of prejudice against people of color everywhere in the United States in the late 19th century. And so to talk about a Statue of Liberty at the very moment that Jim Crowism was so prominent in the South uh, seemed to be an enormous contradiction. And many African Americans did not hesitate to point it out. In his writings in the 1960s, the great African-American novelist James Baldwin regarded the Statue of Liberty as a cruel joke. W.E.B. Du Bois, who had been a prominent African-American leader in the late 19th and early part of the 20th century, felt similarly to the way that Baldwin expressed it at a later time. 
Years passed, the statue begins to evolve as a part of the feature of American thought and society and culture and social change. So the statue begins to alter. She becomes absorbed more into American patriotism as an American symbol of nationalism, becomes a nationalistic symbol, American defense against foreign enemies and against those who, don't, who are opposed to freedom and democracy. And she became a symbol of everything that was thought that was needed to be uplifted in American society, that needed more democracy, more freedom, more light. So she became more symbolically involved in these sort of issues. And these issues were very diverse. You know, from poverty, liberty, from vicious labor practices, liberty, all the social ills of society, the statue later would become more and more associated with. And by organizations that were trying to help to relieve these problems. The statue began to become a useful implement to freedom movements in other countries. The statue was rapidly replacing Uncle Sam as the symbol of the United States, but in other countries, it was the symbol of liberty, the symbol of freedom. And so when there are protests abroad, when there are protests by foreign nationals in the United States protesting oppression in their home countries, the Statue of Liberty is often wheeled out. We've seen it at protests in every corner of the world, there were images of the Statue of Liberty in Tiananmen Square back in the 1980s. There are images of liberty at protests in the United States. During the episode at Tiananmen Square, there were students who had an image of the Statue of Liberty standing outside the Chinese embassy in the United States here in Washington. And so the statue is a kind of malleable or plastic figure, if you will, in the sense that it can come to embody the kinds of definitions that one lends to the notion of freedom, to the notion of liberty itself. The Statue of Liberty today and its new museum, uh, you know, they, they contribute to the diverse popularity of the statue in so many areas. The Statue of Liberty Museum invites visitors to have a chance to come close to the history and meaning and symbolisms of the statue and of the public expression, freedom of expression about the statue and about the meaning it has had in the past to people. And it embraces the visitor's chance to express their own views. The statue always remains a matter of controversy and discussion. Precisely what liberty is and what it entails has long been discussed. What does it mean to have liberty? To me, the Statue of Liberty represents friendship. It represents liberty and freedom and equality. It also represents change and aspiring to be better, to be to be more. To me, liberty means the freedom of an individual to accomplish or try to accomplish his or her goals and ambitions without being impeded, interfered with, having freedom of ideas, freedom of thought and expression, freedom of travel. Uh, that's, that's freedom to me. To me, liberty means free expression, personal liberties, all of the human rights that we think of, the right to move from one place to another, the right to govern ourselves, the right to speak 
and express ourselves as we would, the right to worship God as we see fit, the freedom to be ourselves. Liberty is everything. It's liberty, it's freedom to speak, freedom to be, freedom to be healthy. It's just freedom, it's, it's no constraint. Thank you for listening to Raising the Torch, a limited series podcast from the Statue of Liberty and Ellis Island Foundation and Frequency Media. Narrated by Diane von Furstenberg. Executive produced by Michelle Corey and Alex Loomis. Produced by Chloe Wilson. Content strategy and research by Jessica Olivier. Sound design by Cooper Skinner. Music by Adam Poulin. Sound engineering by Josephine Neonai and Paul Ruist. Recorded at WAMU in Washington, D.C., Argo Studios in New York City, and Listen Up Audio in Atlanta. Special thanks to Alan Kraut, Melissa Magnuson-Kennedy, Barry Marino, and the joint efforts of National Park Service and Statue of Liberty Foundation employees for helping to bring this story to life.